Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning. Welcome into the show. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. Fascinating fascinating Baker Mayfield press conference yesterday. And so I, I'm always excited when, when Ross Tucker joins us, the host of the Ross Tucker football podcast, who you can check out on social media at RossTucker.com. Uh, the guy who works with my front page story.com, which we talk about a lot of the time. It's a great gift. And, and, and Ross and I sort of uh, workshop this a few, a few appearances ago. Could be a gag gift. I still got to get D-Cell one just about his life's journey to this show and me teasing him in the breaks and making him think my equipment's broken. That'll be on myfrontpagestory.com when uh, we do it for, for D-Cell. Mr. Ross Tucker joins us right now. Ross, what's up, buddy? Hey, Bill. How are you? Good, man. Um, get, give me your take here. So I, 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 I talked at the start of the show about how I can't tell if I'm being hoodwinked by Baker Mayfield because I want to believe that guys can have second chances or whether – I was right in, in hearing in his press conference a little, maybe some humility and, and maybe the, the recipe for learning from some mistakes in Cleveland. What was your I- impression of Baker? Are you, are you buying the notion? Did you have the same reaction I did that his press conference sounded encouraging? I will buy that it sounded encouraging. Uh, what I will submit to you, though, as Exhibit B is go back to the 2020 season when it was the first year for Kevin Stefanski, the Browns obviously had a good year. They made the playoffs. They beat the Steelers in a playoff game. If you go back, he said and did all the right things that year. You know, Stefanski came in, and I don't know what he said, but Baker bought into it, and he was the consummate professional. He was sort of the CEO-type quarterback you're looking for. And I don't know what happened in the offseason. You know, perhaps it's because he didn't get the money he wanted and he saw other guys getting it. I don't know what it was. He didn't feel like the Browns would commit to him. But he lost it last year. He, he regressed to what he had been like his first and second years. I mean, they won a game. He didn't talk to the media afterwards one time. They won another game, and he talked about the issues behind the scenes. I mean, it just – 
there was a lot of drama, and I think the Browns were sick of it. I think they thought in year three he had figured it out. In year four, I think they realized not only did he have the injury and his performance wasn't as good, but he reverted back to conduct that is not really becoming of an NFL quarterback. And you could say, well, what, what's the big deal? I don't know. Look at the top 10 guys. You know, look at the top 20. How many guys act like that? How many guys don't talk to the media or are immature or talk about stuff that should be kept in-house? Not many. And so while I agree with you that I liked the way he sounded in his press conference in Carolina yesterday, the track record suggests that if things don't go well, he will start to revert back to his default natural persona, which is kind of, you know, kind of being a punk. And it's, I guess, helped him at times, but it's also hurt him at times. Ross Tucker here on the show. And that's another thing, Ross, that I think is just interesting about life and certainly it applies to football is I've known a lot of people, I, you know, sports media is a fairly ambitious business as well. And I've known a lot of people who were really great, it turned out, at being successful, at grinding and putting in the work and having a chip on their shoulder and several of those folks who got to you know serious heights in the business that I'm in who had a lot of trouble handling that success. And, you know, Pat Riley wrote about this and talked about this. It's, it's a known thing. Do you think that that's a common reality in, in, in the NFL and maybe with Baker that being successful and then handling that actual success or just take different skill sets? Yeah, I do think it, it, I do think it's different. And I always say this, too. You know, there's no real, like, you know, those, like, big yellow books, like the Idiot's Guide to, you know, <laughs> whatever, Idiot's Guide to Spanish yeah. or whatever it is, right? Like, there's no Idiot's Guide to being young, rich, and famous in your 20s. You know, like, nobody is that until they are that. And, you know, some of my friends, and I grew up in, like, a suburb like a lot of people do. And some of my friends are like, how do these guys blow this? How do these guys do such dumb stuff? How do these... I'm like, dude, I know exactly what you did when you were 22, 23, 24. You did dumb stuff, too. Nobody cared because you weren't an NFL player. And by the way, if I gave you a couple million bucks and everybody knew who you were, I know you would have done really dumb stuff. Way worse than these guys do. And they're always like, oh, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> you know I mean? <laughs> Think about it. it, it it's, it's an experiment that is bound to go poorly at times. But I do think, like, you know, even – and this is a little bit different because, you know, he's been able to sustain success. But some of these quotes coming from Tyree Kill on his new podcast are scaring the crap out of me if I were a Dolphins fan, Bill. I mean, it's like I'm not saying he's, he's going to be Antonio Brown, but – I, I think he's taken his first two steps on that path, on that road. I mean, some of the things he's saying are just nonsensical, and, and you wonder where it goes from here. You wonder if it continues to get worse. Yeah, and, and Ross, I'm sure part of what you're talking about, if I'm remembering properly, is the, is the uh, comment that if his quarterback, Tua, in year three doesn't play well, he might end up kicking rocks, and his career might be over. I, I mean, the, I haven't even thought of the Antonio Brown comparison but well, that is a that is a great point. What, what is your um, what is your what is your level of confidence in in both the Dolphins and the Panthers? Because they have really interesting football teams that I think we're all the media, right? Fans will be paying attention to, and a whole bunch of of potential potholes along the way. Well, so for Tyree Kill on his first podcast, 
to say that it wasn't just about money in Kansas City. He wasn't happy with his role. It's comical. Andy Reid is your head coach. Patrick Mahomes is your quarterback. You go to the AFC Championship game four years in a row. He's coming off a year in which he set a career high in targets, and yet he's on the podcast talking about how they wouldn't give him the rock or whatever, and it was about more than just money. That would scare the crap out of me if I'm a Dolphins fan. I mean, so he's going from that to, I mean, the Dolphins aren't going to the AFC Championship game to a quarterback, a first-year head coach. It's not going to be better for him in Miami. So that would scare me. The thing I like about both these teams is they're both all in for this year for different reasons. The Panthers are all in for this year because Matt Rule knows fully well he's on the hot seat, and if they don't win, he's gone. So that's why they got Baker Mayfield in there. You know, That's why they did some of the things they did in free agency because he knows he's got to make it work and he didn't have confidence that Darnold would be able to get it done. I don't believe the open quarterback competition thing for a second. Uh, you know, I, I think it's going to be Baker as the starter, and I think Matt Rule realizes it's kind of his last-ditch effort. And then as for the Dolphins, I know it's McDaniel's first year as the head coach, but Tyreek is right. This is kind of Tua Tungle-Vailoa's hot seat year. That's why they got Teron Armstead. And Connor Williams up front. It's why they got Tyreek Hill. You know, they want to give Tua Tungavailoa every chance possible to show that he can succeed and that he can get it done. Because if he doesn't, that they're going to move on. So I like that. It's it, You know, to your point, Bill, it's more interesting and more fun for us when you know careers are on the line. Even though they're not necessarily Super Bowl contending teams that we talk about all the time, like the Bills and the Chiefs or whatever. I'm fascinated by Carolina and Miami as well for the reasons we both mentioned. Ross Tucker here on the show. Ross, as best you know from talking to people or as you know from just observation, in a vacuum, not roster, not situation, not quarterback, just, just in a vacuum, how good of an NFL coach do you think Matt Rule is? It's a great question. Um, I would say so far – I'm going to go average. You know, I don't think I've seen enough to say he's better than that, and certainly the results haven't been there. But I also think, you think about the quarterbacks he's had for two years, he hasn't really had much of a shot. And by the way, this is why a lot of times guys don't leave college. And this is why a lot of times college guys turn down NFL jobs. Unless they know they have a quarterback – or a path to a quarterback, a lot of times these guys know they don't have a shot. And Rule decided it was time. I think he thought he took Baylor as far as he could go. And by the way, the negative of college is like the recruiting is just nonstop. And now with the NIL, it's like a, it basically is pro football. It's a totally different deal. But it's almost impossible to have success in the NFL if you don't have a top 20 quarterback and Rule has had a bottom five quarterback his first two years. Yeah, it's, I mean, that's absolutely right. Talking to Ross Tucker here on the show. Ross, I have a sort of uh, – my, 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 my brain just went to a weird place, but you were talking about the need, if you're going to make that leap, to have a, a, a quarterback you know is going to be great. And I know Urban Meyer, for all the right reasons, is no longer in the NFL, but it made me think about Trevor Lawrence. And, and we're just not talking about him much on this show. 
do you have absolute confidence, a little confidence, some confidence? What's your level of belief that Trevor Lawrence, in a different situation this year, can get back on the path to being one of the best QBs in the NFL? Yeah, I would say some. Uh, more than a little. I don't know that I'm going to go a lot. You know, I don't know that I'm going to go a lot, although they certainly are trying to get him into a good place, bringing in guys like Brandon Sheriff on the O-line, Christian Kirk at receiver. You know, I think they want to take advantage of Trevor Lawrence on his rookie contract in Jacksonville, try to turn things around. And I do have a lot of faith in Doug Peterson, Bill. I mean, I, you know, I do the Eagles preseason games on TV. I do their pregames. I, I, I watch every snap of Doug Peterson's coaching career in Philadelphia. People forget, I mean, 2017, they win the Super Bowl over Belichick and the Patriots and Tom Brady without their MVP caliber quarterback that year. 2018, he goes down again. They still are an Alshon Jeffrey drop away from getting back to the conference championship game at a minimum. Then 2019, they lost everybody other than the quarterback. I mean, they were playing all kinds of practice squad guys, waiver pickups, and they win the division. They get to the playoffs, and Wentz gets a concussion against the Seahawks. My point is, is I think Doug Peter. I, I am actually surprised that there wasn't more of a market for Doug Peterson, there wasn't more of a buzz, and that people nationally aren't talking more about Peterson in Jacksonville. This is a guy that's been there, done that, and proven it, And I think if you believe in Trevor Lawrence, a big reason for that is you believe in in Doug Peterson, and I absolutely do. Ross Tucker here on the show. I'm Bill Ryder on on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, Ross, I think it was last time you were on, you were so interesting, I thought, insightful and smart on on Lamar Jackson. And you had real concern. You had real concern just personally on what you'd heard about Lamar and where he was at in his contract negotiation situation. Uh, he's had a cryptic tweet. We're, we're still sort of waiting. Obviously, we're in, in, in the same hurry-up-and-wait situation. Has anything made you less worried about Lamar Jackson since the last time we spoke? A thousand percent. Yeah, he, he has stated publicly on multiple occasions that he wants a new contract. That's all I wanted to hear him say. I did not want him to attempt to play through yet another NFL season and try to remain unscathed from the type of significant injury, maybe a torn patella tendon, whatever it is, that would greatly affect his market value. I mean, look, I don't know him that well. I think I've talked to him maybe once or twice, but it was scaring the heck out of me that here you have this young man who grew up in South Florida that – the, the, the Ravens are trying to give him over $100 million fully guaranteed. And, like, he, he had no interest in even discussing it. it, it, it it's hard to imagine, right? It's almost like there's, uh, you have a winning lottery ticket and you won't cash it in. Like, you, you won. Congratulations, you won the lottery. Your number, and you literally won't go to the store to, to get the money? I mean, I, I am so glad to hear that he wants a new deal. I think somehow, some way, they'll get it done. Uh, now, look, I'm sure he wants better than Deshaun Watson. I'm sure the Ravens are uncomfortable with that, and they'll have to try to figure it out. But I just want that young man to give his entire family, generations, financial security because of the unique God-given gifts he, he's been given. And it's going to happen. You know, all, all we needed, Bill, was for him to say the word. All we needed 
was for him to engage. Engage, Maverick. Engage. We just need him <laughs> to engage. He engaged. And now I feel light years better about it. Talk to me, Goose. I love our Ross Tucker here on the show. Um, follow Ross on Twitter at Ross Tucker NFL. Listen to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. And if you're looking for a gift for for any reason, myfrontpagestory.com. It's awesome. They put together basically a front page about any person with any theme that you are after. It is really, they're really, really great. Ross, dude, I'm not just saying this, man. I, I love having you on the show. I love, I just love your perspective. Thank you for making, making time for us. Anytime, Bill, you know that. Thanks so much for having me. Take care. Thank you, brother. It was great. Ross Tucker on the show. He's, he's a little less, um, he's not anti-Baker, but he doesn't, he didn't, he wasn't infused with the, with the same, you know, I might've gotten a little hoodwinked. A highwayman might have put a hood over my head to steal from me. It was Baker. Yeah, he he was not getting to that same place that you're at. No, no. He, I, I would call him a skeptic. I mean, I think the word he used was punk for Baker Mayfield. On more than one occasion. Did he do it more than once? Yeah. Yeah, hard to argue. Uh, you said earlier in the show it was a, hold on, I forgot. Riveting edition, riveting of buy or sell. Today. Edition of buy or sell. It's the it's the segment where we have a bunch of headlines from sports stuff we haven't hit yet. We give you a take on each and every one that's coming up next here on CBS Sports Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Did that become Irish by the end of that thing? I think so. Why are you even playing that today? What did I do to you other than pretending my equipment didn't work from 20,000 miles away? I guess I answered my own question. Well, dang it, Tom. I guess I earned it. Let's just let's just limp into buy or sell. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. We had a trade in the NFL yesterday, Bill, and guess what? It involved your Chicago Bears. The Did Patriots. they trade my team for a different team? No, I'm sorry to report that is not the case. Got it. Maybe the next trade they make. 
The Patriots dealt former first-round pick Nikhil Harry to the Bears in exchange for a 2024 seventh-round pick. Now, why is this trade noteworthy? Because Harry, who was drafted 25th overall back in 2019, is and was the highest-drafted wide receiver of Bill Belichick's career. Buy or sell this trade is Belichick admitting that he made a mistake. I mean, I think that's a buy times a thousand, right? Buy. I made a mistake, too. I drafted that kid in my fantasy football league twice because I thought Bill Belichick couldn't have swung a miss this badly. Bill Belichick doesn't even want first-round picks, and he took this guy. Yeah, I was a bad... But by the way, like the trade is, in, is indicative it's a mistake. Also, if he's going to be a bear, he's going to be awful, and that also just reinforces the fact it's a mistake. Now, maybe this isn't an example for Belichick, but maybe... Take the common man, the everyday guy working his job right now. If you make this mistake, will it affect you going forward to take, for Bill Belichick, for example, a first-round wide receiver again? Like, does this creep into his head again? I mean, it shouldn't. I mean, I think, I mean, Bill Belichick's a creature of habit, and if this was against the habit, it may reinforce ideas that were already there, but in that business, you can't be gun-shy. There's no 100% level of certainty. You just, you take the loss and you move on. All right, let's get to one of Belichick's former players. During a sponsor event yesterday in Boston, newly retired for the second time, Rob Gronkowski told ESPN that he's totally done with football. But then Gronk was posed this question. Drew Rosenhaus mentioned if Tom called you, it might be tough to say no. What would be your response if that happens? You know, Drew is number one football agent out there. He loves anything that has to do with, with the NFL and loves to see his players always be playing. But, uh... No, I, I would answer, obviously. You know, I would obviously answer the greatest quarterback of all times and ask him how he's doing and tell him I'm doing good, but I wouldn't go back to football now. Gronk would turn down Tom Brady if he called him during the season. Buy or sell that Gronk is done playing in the NFL? Buy. I, 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 yes. Buy. It just feel he sounds resolute, doesn't he, in a way he didn't. You know what it is, Tom? When I hear him talk football now, he sounds weary. He sounds over. What week do you think we get a report saying that Tom Brady tried to call Gronk? Week three. After week three. Which I guess is week four. That sounds about right. Yeah. All right, let's get to some NBA here. Yesterday, Kevin Durant took to Twitter. I know that's shocking to hear. And he posed a simple question to his followers. Quote, did you add to your legacy today? If so, what did you do? End quote. Now, of course, KD's NBA legacy has been called into question after the Warriors won the championship this season while KD and company were swept out of the first round in Brooklyn. Buy or sell that KD's tweet yesterday was a jab at NBA media. Oh, yeah, buy. Buy. And fans, by the way. But really, it's just a jab at him. It's just he's so sensitive. You're not as good as Steph Curry. You're so remarkable. We talk about your legacy in the historical context of all-time greatness, and you come up wanting in that in that respect, which isn't a, of itself a compliment. Saying that, that, that Kevin Durant's only the 14th best player of all time is a reflection of his greatness. It's also a reflection of his shortcomings and some of his, uh, you know, measuring legacy is not an easy thing. It's incremental. The guy's so sensitive. You don't want your basketball to be evaluated? Go be an accountant. I, I, you know, I'm just going to go off on this for a second. I am so annoyed by athletes and coaches who 
are entertainers. Look, they're amazing athletes. They're, and again, I talk about these folks. I'm lower on the on the ecosystem, right? I get it. You're you're you play a sport for a living. Criticism's part of the deal. Just because you're amazing at putting a ball in a basket doesn't mean that the world is supposed to be required to abstain from any criticism or any words in your presence that you may or may not like. Give me a break. I mean, stop, stop. I think one of the most important things about the business that, that you and I are in, Cell, and the, the business that, that they're in at a much higher level is the combination of being a professional and taking it seriously without taking yourself too seriously. Take the work seriously, you don't take yourself too seriously. Kevin Durant takes the work seriously, he's amazing. But he takes himself way too seriously. Hey man, if you don't want to be talked about in the context of basketball, then do do something else. Right? Like you're not, you're not J.D. Salinger who puts out books and go hide in a cabin somewhere. That's not, that's not the deal. You're not um, some awkward computer engineer who's working on AI and just doesn't want to talk to people because that's not their thing. You're literally in a business that's on television. What you do for a living is, is broadcast live. And it's literally you and four dudes and then against five other dudes seeing who can score, who can score more points. You, every day there's a winner and a loser. Oh, why do we have to talk about the losses we took? I'm so over these Because that's what you chose. I don't need a 1-16 in 16 NFL team being like, I don't want to talk about our losses. And I don't need an all-time great. I don't want to talk about like where I rank. It's so dumb. No, it's not. It's sports. If it's dumb, it's only because sports are dumb. Stop. Sports are awesome, but but like you're, you're, you're not. I mean, Kevin Durant, and I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. Is not part of a mission to build a rocket and fly to Mars and like colonize another planet. Let's let's just have a little perspective. Can I pose to you a fictitious situation? Yeah, I love this. Say the Golden State Warriors did not win the championship this season. Steph Curry was not the Finals MVP, but everything that's gone on in Brooklyn with Kyrie Irving still happened in this made-up situation. Right? Is Kevin Durant still asking for a trade? Oh, that's a great question. Celtics win in five. Celtics alternate universe win the finals over the Warriors in five. They destroy them. That's a great question. How much, because what I'm getting at here, how much of us questioning his legacy has gotten into his head to the point where he said, I cannot play on the Brooklyn Nets anymore? I'll buy that. It's a contributing factor. Buy. Absolutely. I mean, guys chanting MVP to Steph Curry was a contributing factor to him leaving. And again, we don't have to guess. Draymond told us. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like the really amazing actor who refuses to act with some other actor because they're beneath him, and then that actor turns out to be, you know, eventually turns out to be Leonardo DiCaprio. And you're John Malkovich. That didn't actually happen. I just wanted to, my kid was looking at movies today, and the Three Musketeers came up. So I just I think that was John Malkovich. It could be a different guy, actually. I think it was, though. All right, let's stay with the NBA here. During a press conference yesterday, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver gave his current take on the NBA age requirement. I've been very public, you know, back a few years ago that my position had changed. That When I first became commissioner in 2014, I had talked about raising the eligibility age um, to 20, and 
over the years have been convinced because of a lot of societal changes, now most recently change in NIL, et cetera, that, and, and listening to Condoleezza Rice and hearing her committee's recommendations that we should move to 18. But as I've said, it's not my unilateral ability to do that. It can only happen through collective bargaining. Now, as it stands now, you have to be 19 years old to enter the NBA. Buy or sell that the NBA should lower their age requirement to 18. Buy. Buy. It's America. You should be able to make a living when you want to when you want to make it. Period. And NIL already pays young players. Um, I have a few questions for you. I'm ready. Buy, buy or sell Adam Silver should, should mix in a lozenge. Buy. What's going on there? His voice sounded exhausted yeah. there. Yeah. Um, I got I got two more for you. Ready? I'm just going to get them in. We were talking about how today's National French Friday. And last hour, Erica Herskowitz, who's doing headlines for us today, said in the update that it was actually, yesterday was National Chick-fil-A Day. And I asked you if that was a joke or real or not. You didn't know. Buy or sell. I've looked it up. Don't look it up. Buy or sell. Yesterday was National Chick-fil-A Day. Buy. It was. Okay, here's the tough one. Are you ready? If you had to choose a world with only one, buy or sell, you would choose National French Fry Day over National Chick-fil-A Day. Buy. Oh, I'm going to sell that. Sell. I love French fries. Give me Chick-fil-A all day, and here's why. Because their waffle fries are pretty good, too. So you get the fries in the Chick-fil-A Day. Their waffle fries are delicious, but are you ready for this one? I had Chick-fil-A for the first time one month ago. But it was great, right? It was delicious. It yeah, was yeah, great. I've had it since then. But so one good. month ago. All right. I got another one. I got two more. Buyers, first buy or sell Batman. The, the Christopher Nolan is your favorite movie of all time. Buy. Okay. Here we go. Ready? <clears throat> buy or sell. This Batman voice is good. Buy. Yeah. It's a great Batman. It's very hard to sustain that voice. Though. Where's Diesel? How long do you think you could actually do that for? A segment. A full segment. But I would be in trouble. I would sound like Adam Silver tomorrow. I would agree with that one. Is Baker Mayfield the quarterback the Panthers want? Or the quarterback they deserve? I love this city. I can't let crime like the Bears and Jay Cutler run wild. I can't understand him by the time, by the way. The Joker. Ah, words. Growl. Don't even know what the guy's saying half the time. There's no way you can make it through a full segment, but I don't want to test you. This is not a do. bet. This is in no way, shape, the way, or form me making a bet with you. Super hope the boss are listening because there's nothing cooler than than doing radio based on a movie from 20 years ago. Where's the next buy or sell? Where is it? Let's get to some golf here and let's take a <laughs> break though from the okay. PGA Tour versus Live Golf Beef. Oh. And let's hear from world number one golfer, Scotty Scheffler, who says he doesn't feel like he's viewed as the top golfer. I am number one in the rankings. Um, I'm not sure if I'm necessarily perceived that way by, you know, y'all or whoever it is. I would say I haven't read much, but I would assume not everybody's picking me to win this week. Um, Just stuff like that. I mean, I don't think I was the favorite maybe going into the Masters. I'm not sure if I've been the favorite really going into any tournaments. Um, That may not be the true perception. That's just mine but i don't read a ton of stuff so for me i don't really feel like whatever being number one would 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 be you know now scheffler of course is coming off a master's win this year buy or sell that scotty scheffler 
has a point. Is Scotty Shuffler okay? I mean, I guess I'll buy the point, but... Buy. Is, is somebody want to check on Scotty? He seemed a little down heading into the Open Championship this week. Is it weird that I kind of just want to like, give him a hug? Uh, no, I had that same that same thought, but maybe he's saving his energy for these next four days here. Did he did he get delayed for for fifteen hours at LAX and then have to connect to JFK and then get delayed for ten hours there and then fly directly to the UK and go directly to the press conference? Because otherwise, someone has got to give the guy a hug. Seems unlikely, but maybe maybe that happened. You know, I don't I don't really think people like me, but I don't really check into it. I, I like myself. Sort of. I mean, that was the general, right? Somebody's got to get him a Batman voice just to perk him right up. The number one golfer in the world telling you, I don't feel like people view me that way. So he's it's a little all down. Be okay, Scotty. Swing away. Starting to, starting to. You know what's not going to get us down? This Tell next me. question. Mm. Because it involves your favorite baseball player this season, Albert Pujols. Cool. The fake all star. Is this another fake all-star game question? Uh, we'll have to find out. Yesterday, we discussed your favorite player, Pujols, and how he will be competing in the Home Run Derby next Monday in Los Angeles. Well, the rest of the field is starting to take shape. Pete Alonso of the Mets will try for the three-peat in the Home Run Derby. Juan Soto of the Nationals, Ronald Acuna Jr. of the Braves, and Kyle Schwarber of the Phillies will join Pujols. Now, we still need three more participants to round out the field. Buy or sell this Home Run Derby field? So far, lacks star power. I mean, I don't care about the Homer Derby. This is like another thing I'm supposed to care. By the way, I don't hate, I don't dislike Albert Pools. I called him your favorite player. I didn't say he's you not disliked my, him. He's not that either. He's a great player. I, I can't wait till he's in the Hall. Does the Hall of Fame get to have a mediocrity award too? Since like, since like future Hall of Famers who are mediocre get to be in the All-Star game to former All-Stars who aren't Hall of Fame players get to go and like have a little induction ceremony. Today's mediocre inductee is... Mark Grace. It certainly seems like we're trending that way. What is your question? Yeah, I know you're baiting me. <laughs> I did nothing of the sort. Am uh, I excited? I'm so, I'm, I, my answer about about my excitement level for this home run derby field is the same as my excitement level for this question. Sell it. Sell. Sell it, D-Sell. Mm. It may be a trend between now and the All-Star game. We may see an Albert Pujols question worked into buy or sell every single day. Uh, uh, Tom, yes, David, our boss, one of our bosses. Um, uh, Bill called in sick again. He said he has a case of the Pujols. <laughs> it's certainly yeah. possible. That may be some foreshadowing. Buy or so. sell, you're going to watch the All-Star game. All the way sell. Yeah. Will I check in on it? Yes, absolutely. All the way through every pitch? No way. <laughs> Ironically, I actually am interested in watching Pujols bad. I'm like going to be interested in seeing him bat, and I'm going to be interested to see what kind of ceremony, as I use air quotes here, that him and Miguel Cabrera get. All right. Are there more questions? Uh, we, we can finish up with one more baseball one here, if you like, if you're not too exhausted from Albert Pujols. It's just incredibly stupid to have an all-star game and then to put people in the All-Star game who aren't All-Stars because of stuff they did in the past. That's not an All-Star game. That's a, a yesteryear star game. I know. You just go with your next question. <laughs> Yesterday, Chris Sale made his season debut for the Boston Red Sox in their 3-2 loss to the Rays. Sale, who had been dealing with a fracture in his ribcage, threw five scoreless innings, throwing just 78 pitches. Buy or sell that now 33-year-old Chris Sale can still be a dominant pitcher. He can still be an all-star every year of his life. That's exciting. 
What? <laughs> what, are you, what are you asking me? It doesn't still be... even matter. Just give me more pools. Venom. <laughs> I'll buy that he can find a, another level. Buy. The old level. Consistently. Yeah, I haven't seen Ver- Verlander do it. I don't think it's likely. I don't think it's likely to be consistent. Uh, but I think he could probably do it. Albert Pools. It's just stupid, dude. The more I think about it, the more dumb it seems to me. He's not an all-star. He's a yester star. Whole world's been hoodwinked. Highway man known as uh, Robert Manfred. Whatever. This is probably the biggest appeal for the all-star game now for me. It wasn't. I could care less, but now I can't wait to watch it. I hope they go so over the top with this ceremony. 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. That's top, that, by the way, that's direct line to D-Cell. If you have anything in light, your life going on, if, if your girlfriend's mad at you, if you're lonely, if you just want to say hi to somebody, just call. Tom's going to pick up and say hi. He loves taking phone calls at 855-212-4CBS. You want to just give him a hard time? You just want to call and just to waste his time because it'll make me laugh. 855-212-4CBS. We can all be all-stars together. Let's talk about LeBron James and the mistake he made after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Erica Herskowitz. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you. Thank you for listening. D-Cell, Thomas, Tom. Did anyone call in and talk to you? Uh, they did, so thank you for that. And Great. we had listener Jeff in Arizona tell me he appreciated you using the line, coffee is for closers, but that actually Alec Baldwin's New films or movies, Boss Baby, they redid the line, cookies are for closers. I mean, to be fair, if you were a baby or you just sort of generally like good, you know, snacks, cookies could be for closers. I mean, I'm a much bigger fan of cookies than I am coffee. Really? Well, you know I haven't had a cup of coffee in my life. So why is that? Has that become some prideful thing? Like, why not? I feel like at this point, it 
it's turned into that, but it didn't start off as that. I just was never interested. So how do we get you? To, how do we get you to, to be convinced to do a little, a little, a little coffee time? I don't think I need it at this point. I think it would have to be like somebody bought me a cup of coffee and just forced me to drink it. What if you? What if? Why not try one though and see? Maybe you love it. I just have no interest. How do you I don't want to get like I don't want to get to the point like some people I know at two, three, four cups a day. Like that doesn't sound healthy. I mean, don't you get two or three or four hugs from your son a day or more? That sounds very healthy. Some things are great. Some things just, you know, don't belong in moderation, says the guy who's had five cups of coffee today. All right, so as you are probably aware, Brittany Griner, like a lot of WNBA players, spent her offseason from the WNBA playing in Russia where there's a lot of money that funds women's basketball. And she was arrested and charged with a crime involving drug use in a regime that is obviously at war with Ukraine and is not in the place of any alliance with this country that is a basically a functioning dictatorship and its legal system does not offer the same safeguards against wrongful prosecution that you have here. Not saying that the system's perfect here, but it's the best system on the face of the earth. And Russia has something that's very different. And Brittany Kreiner may spend the next 10 years in, in a jail in Russia. We're, we don't know. And obviously there's a lot of pressure on, on the Biden administration, on, this, on the country, on the Congress, on folks with influence to try and help get Brittany Griner out of prison. It's very, very clear to anyone who's paying attention whether that she packed these, you know, small amounts of, of um, was it hashish oils? I should know this. It was. You know, whether she packed it or she didn't, she pleaded guilty. It's certainly not beyond the pale that Russia would just, would just plant something like this or some kind of a setup, or she made a mistake. Whatever the case may be, there's understandably pressure to bring her home. Hasn't taken place yet. And LeBron James on, I think it's a preview actually, right, for his show, The Shop, on, is it on HBO? Got himself a little hot water for this comment. Brittany Griner, she is in Russia. She's been there over 110 days. Now, how can she feel like America has her back? I would be feeling like, do I even want to go back to America? All right, so, so Tom, he's in trouble. People are mad because he said, I wouldn't want to go back to America. That is not a smart thing to say. That is not a good thing to say. Of course you want to go back to America, especially if you're in a jail situation in Russia. But can I give you my own probably unpopular opinion about the Brittany Griner thing? I'm just going to give it to you. And if people get mad, people get mad. I think she should come home. I think whatever is possible to be done should be done. I think it is a... a and by the way, LeBron did offer up a tweet to clarify he loves America. Okay, which of course he does. We're all allowed to disagree, by the way, about various things. They still love our countries and have different views from each other. I understand that, that it's important for Brittany Griner to get home. My only... And Tom, you tell me you think this is wrong, because it might be. My only annoyance about this story, and I have utter sympathy for, for Brittany Griner's wife and her family and her loved ones and, and people who know her, but, but Brittany Griner is not the only American who is a captive in a country that is unjust and that is using an American hostage as a punishment slash leverage. It's true in many, many places, including Russia, by the way. And, and so my issue becomes just because, and again, I'm not in any way taking away sympathy from Brittany Griner, but just because Brittany Griner is a celebrity doesn't mean that all of a sudden, for me, she goes to the top of the queue. Every American that is trapped in another country in an unfair situation needs to be brought home. And the reality for all of them, including the ones who aren't famous, is that the reason that this is a difficult situation is because countries... T- you know the, the, the old movie, we don't negotiate with terrorists because it creates more terrorists? 
more complicated than that, but the reason someone like Putin on Russia would take someone like Brittany Griner is to have the attention to be able to get concessions on things that are really important to them. And so any administration, the Biden administration, the Trump administration, the Obama administration, the Bush administration, I'm trying to go backwards here, the Clinton administration, would have a difficulty in bringing everyone home or certain people home in the context of global politics and everything that goes into it. Do I want them home? Of course I do. Of course I do. My frustration with LeBron, frankly, isn't that he said something silly about America. He shouldn't have said it. He shouldn't have said it. It's not a good thing to say. If I'd said something that dumb, I would, you know, I'd apologize too. My issue is the idea that, that, that it's some travesty that a celebrity's not being brought home. Brought home. No, it's a, cele- it's a travesty that every American, including Brittany Griner, who's trapped in a place like Russia, is trapped in a place like Russia. Unfortunately, this isn't celebrity la-la land. And I'm talking to LeBron, not Brittany Griner, in the sense that it's hard to do this. If Biden or Trump or whoever the next president is concedes, you have to weigh and measure what is given up against one particular person who is, for, for unfair though it is, in a tough situation in a, in a legal system somewhere else. It's really hard. And Tom, it's why I would never – I don't understand why people would want to be famous, and I really don't understand why people would want, to be, would want to be president of the United States and have to make these – whether you're Biden, you're Trump, you're Obama, you're Clinton, like I, zero desire – I don't, these are the really difficult, you have to weigh the lives of different people against them, against each other. You just do. You do. And I hope that she's brought home. I really do. But if LeBron James and, and other like celebrity folks want to be, talk about the, you know, America's might and the need for a president, including this one, to, to go out and get Brittany Griner home, that's great. But it can't just be Brittany Griner because she plays basketball. It has to be Brittany Griner and the other folks, including a gentleman that's been in Russia for a long time in prison, with the exact same passion for me. It's about more than celebrity. It's about something else. All right. We ended on, on a pretty serious note. But Tom's made me promise to do my uh, Batman nonstop starting tomorrow. So I'm going to do that. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. Thank you to Erica Herskowitz. Thank you to D-Cell. Thank you to Ross Tucker. I'm Bill Ryder. Thank you for listening. We'll see you here tomorrow back on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.